You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's find out if we agree with our good friend B.J. Glasser. Giving out his plays. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown! Alabama wins! Props. Jackson takes it himself. Look at him. Turn back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. Now he's got an entourage. And he's got a touchdown. Parlays for today. Parlay. That's the one. Parlay. Parlay. It's P.J. Glasser. He is the co-host of Inside the Betting Lines every Sunday from 1 to 5 in the East, live from MGM National Harbor. Check him out weekdays at 1 o'clock in the East as the host of Send It In, a great show to tune into, guaranteed. PJ, good morning to you. And instead of asking about all these animals, let's just start with some animals on the football field. Panthers and bears. Oh, my God. What a gross game, but you're going to bet on it, and I love it. Yeah, Jenks, that was a heck of a transition. That is why you are a pro. This game, like you said, though, (laughs) quite gross. Panthers and Bears. I like the Panthers, though. I like getting the three and a half in this game. Bryce Young has not been good so far this season. He's coming off that game against the Colts where he threw two pick sixes. But that's what you look for in the NFL, right? The score in that Colts-Panthers game was a lot bigger than really what it should have been. I mean, those two pick sixes were the difference. If the Colts don't take those back to the house, Carolina's probably in that game. I also think you have to look at the angle because the Bears hold the Panthers' first-round pick for next season. I think that'll be big motivation inside that Panthers' locker room, that organization, for them to win this game, give the Bears the worst possible pick, obviously, that they can have because right now they're holding two top-five picks. Um, But this game, it's really all about two bad teams, short week, Thursday night football, weird things can happen. It's going to be close, and we're getting the ultimate key number with the underdog, so I'll take the Panthers plus three and a half. Can't wait to watch (laughs) that one. I think I'll just hit the under and then watch Selling Sunset instead. (laughs) "Ah, Maybe next week, Thursday night football. All right, so let's get to the regular slate on Sunday. We have the Texans. And the Bengals, what's your take on this one? Yeah, guys, this is my favorite play of the week is Houston plus seven. And on BetMGM, it's juiced now to minus 120. This is the game that is the trap game in Survivor Pool this week, right? Cincinnati's looked really, really good. They're rolling. They're looking like the old Bengals. Burrow's healthy. I think a lot of people are going to like them this week. The Houston Texans, remember, though, they beat Jacksonville outright earlier in the year. This is the kind of underdog that you love with a big number like this, C.J. Stroud's obviously coming off maybe the greatest game we've ever seen a rookie quarterback play. And the spot to fade Cincinnati, I think, is the entire key here. 
last two games against San Francisco and Buffalo, and then you get Baltimore next Thursday in a massive game, right? So this is kind of like that sandwich spot, that trap game against Houston. I think they match up pretty well with Cincinnati. Um, so I, I like the Texans here. I take it at the key number at plus seven. This could drop to like six and a half, and I'd sprinkle some of the money line as well. I really think the Texans could upset Cincinnati this week. We're talking with P.J. Glasser. He is the host of Send It In every weekday from 1 o'clock in the East on the BetQL Network. And, E.J., let's talk about this Niners-Jags game, which is sort of fascinating, right? Because the Jags are laying three. They've won five straight. Niners maybe a bit of a buy low spot on them. Where are you leaning here? Yeah, Jenks, exactly. It's buy low on Sam Fran. Both teams coming off a buy. I'm hoping Debo is back in this game. Trent Williams is a little bit healthier in this game. But th- this is a is kind of a must win for San Francisco, right? I mean, they're certainly trending in the right direction. They were 5-0, and and there were talks of, will this team go undefeated? And now the talks are, will this team win their division? Will they be a top two or three seed in the NFC? So I, I like them in the spot against Jacksonville. I know the Jags have won four in a row, but, you know, they've beaten the Falcons. They've beaten the Colts. They, they've beaten the Steelers. Like, they haven't beaten the best teams in, in football this is obviously one of the better teams and they're coming off a bye and they're in the middle of a losing streak. So I like the Niners quite a bit in this game. It got down to two and a half for a little bit. I don't think it gets down to two and a half again. I think it stays at three, if not, maybe goes up to three and a half potentially. Um, but yeah, I'm on the Niners this week. I like a minus the three. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Ooh, like that quite a bit. Let's go to the college ranks where we have Alabama squaring off with Kentucky this week. We were just talking about against the spread rankings when it comes to the FCC. Alabama's been covering some numbers here, but maybe this is a different case. How do you feel this one goes between Alabama and Kentucky? Yeah, Chelsea, they covered against AM, covered against Tennessee, covered against LSU. I'm not touching the spread in this game. I'm looking at the total, and I like the under 48 and a half. I think it's a sleepy spot for Bama. Guys, I remember when I was uh, when I was in school there, every week after the LSU game was always Mississippi State. And when Bama was rolling in the mid-2010s, right, and they had all those great teams and they were winning national championships, there was like a five-year stretch where they didn't score a point in the first quarter against Mississippi State with those teams, right? And this is an 11 a.m. local kick in Kentucky against a team with a good defense who's going to want to muck it up and make it ugly. So I think Bama's going to slow uh, is going to start slow in this game. I think it's going to be a struggle for them to score. 
And then their second half defense this season has been absurd. They've given up seven points to LSU, didn't give up a single point to Tennessee, three points to Ole Miss, and six points to Texas A&M. Their defensive coordinator, Kevin Steele, I call him second half Steele because he just makes adjustments. And this team doesn't give up points in the second half. So you combine Bama, who should start slow in the first half, and how their defense is played in the second half, I think this is a slam dunk under. So I love the under 48 and a half. All right. This is for you, Double D. Penn State hosting Michigan in Happy Valley this weekend. We were discussing how James Franklin really needs one of those signature wins for his program. That next level win. Does he get it this weekend or at least cover the number? Double D, I think we both know. I think we all know how this game goes, right? Penn State is going to be winning at halftime in this game. They're probably going to be winning late third quarter, early fourth quarter, and then Michigan's going to have a big play on offense. Then they're going to force a turnover, and we're going to look up in a game where Penn State was controlling the whole way. Michigan's going to be up double digits in the fourth quarter, and we're going to be like, how did that happen? So Penn State first half. I think is the play in this game right now. Bet on MGM. We don't have a first half line. So because the full game is minus four and a half, I'm thinking it's probably going to be minus two and a half. I'm going to hold out for a three, but like I said, I think Penn state's going to be winning at halftime. Obviously Michigan's schedule this year has been really poor. They haven't played anybody. So the step up in class in this game is going to be probably a little bit of an adjustment for them. They're going into one of the most hostile environments in the sport playing at Penn State. So I think this game is close early, but Michigan's just got so much depth. They're just really, really good. I think they're the best team in the country. I think that will wear on Penn State for all four quarters. So I like Penn State first half, and uh, I would probably lean Michigan for the full game, minus four and a half. Ooh, taking a home team in the first half seems like a solid play as well because they have that home cooking. All right, so let's go to Georgia and Ole Miss. Georgia laying 10 and a half here. They have not been great at covering numbers. What is the X factor in this game, or what are you looking at here? Chelsea, I think I finally have figured out how to bet Georgia, right? I think when they go into these games and we all think they're going to blow the doors off of everybody, that's when the games end up being closer than maybe we all think. And then when we go into a game thinking, oh, maybe this team is on upset alert potentially. Maybe Georgia could lose. Maybe a team could give them a game like we thought with the Kentucky game, like we thought with the Florida game. That's when they absolutely demolish people. So I fig I feel like after the Florida game, right, Missouri had a nice team, but people thought Georgia would kind of roll and they would handle their business and Missouri gave them a game. And now you got an eight and one Ole Miss team coming in. It's only a 10 and a half spread point spread this week I think maybe people kind of like Ole Miss to give them a game maybe even pull off the upset but I think Georgia is uh, is going to handle their business I think they win by two touchdowns so I do like Georgia I'm going to wait hoping maybe that we get just a flat 10 instead of it instead of a 10 and a half but uh, I will be on Georgia this week finally PJ got a couple minutes here so we got a little time Florida State and Miami what's going to go down in Coral Gables Guys, so it feels like somebody's going down in college football this week, right? Bama's only 10 and a half in Kentucky. I just talked about Georgia. Maybe I'm completely wrong and Ole Miss upsets them. We have this Miami-Florida State game, Washington and Utah, maybe USC against Oregon. 
But I think this is the game because Florida State hasn't really been in this spot in like 10 years since the Jameis years where they kind of control their own destiny. They went out. They're in the playoff. This is a rivalry game. They're at home. They're big favorites. And Florida State, they've been winning games, but I really haven't been impressed with them. It feels like when you watch them, like they're just kind of not really fulfilling their potential. All this talent but they're just not clicking like some of these other teams are right now. Miami's season's obviously gone downhill ever since that disaster at the end of the game against Georgia Tech. But these rivalry games gets the best out of the underdogs, especially. You throw the records out the window with a points like this, 14 and a half, especially getting that hook. I, uh, I like Miami to keep it close. I think they can hang around with the Seminoles. And that game in Tallahassee, not Coral Gables, but still going with the Hurricanes nonetheless. He is P.J. Glasser, host of Send It In every weekday at 1 o'clock in the East. Check it out today. P.J., we always appreciate the time. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.